In this video, I answer a question from Venu Gopal. The question was asked in our, our Facebook group called Entrust Property Tax Experts. So if you're not part of the group on Facebook and you are on Facebook, join the group because that's where we share lots of stuff on tax and on property. And the question is, what are the pros and cons of having a property of opted to tax? So basically, what's the benefits uh, and the disadvantages of having a property registered for VAT. Watch the video to find out. Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Interesting question, uh, but the answer to it uh, is fairly bland, really, uh, because uh, there are no pros and cons per se. So let's say you're buying a property, commercial property, for £500,000, and you're having to pay VAT on it. Generally speaking, the reason why you're paying VAT is either it's a new property or somebody in the past, uh, let's say 15 years ago, wanted to refurbish their commercial property and the refurbishment was going to cost them, let's say, £100,000. And on that, they had to pay 20% VAT, so £120,000 in total. They wanted to claim back the VAT uh, and their accountant said, in order to do that, you need to up to tax so basically register the property for VAT purposes you get to claim back the VAT so it gets you back 20,000 pounds but HMRC say there's two things you need to do in return the first one is charge VAT on the rent going forward uh, and that works okay if your tenant for example is VAT registered if they aren't VAT registered uh, or, or if they're VAT exempt so let's say they are uh, in, in a business that doesn't charge VAT like let's say uh, a children's day nursery, then they have to fund the VAT from their pocket. Now it's costing them 20% extra, that might put them off. So it depends where or whether your tenant is VAT registered or not in terms of how open they will be to paying VAT. But they haven't got a choice by the way. So either if they don't pay VAT, then whatever rent you charge them has to be VAT inclusive anyway. So either it costs you 20% or it costs them 20%. Now, if you're the tenant yourself and your business is VAT registered, you're okay because you just pay VAT to your commercial property and then that pays you on to HMRC and then your company, which is the tenant, can then reclaim the VAT. And the second thing HMRC say to you is when you sell the property, you have to charge VAT on the disposal. And then the person who's buying from you, they can either register for VAT and claim it back and then the, kind of the loop goes on, the cycle goes on. Or they don't claim back the VAT and you charge them, pay that VAT to HMRC and then the option to tax finishes. Usually people end up paying the VAT, reclaiming it, opting to tax, so then they register for VAT and then the cycle carries on and continues. As a buyer, the problem for you is if, when you're buying it, you've got to fund the 20% VAT, so you've got to find that from somewhere. Usually, your funder will fund that for you for a period of anywhere between three to six months. On top of that, then, uh, you have to pay stamp duty land tax on the VAT element too, so that's going to be costly. You then have to 
register for VAT, file back returns. Uh, so it can be reasonably arduous, uh, especially if you only got one property. If you got quite a few in the same company and they all have an option to tax, that makes it a little bit easier. Uh, but otherwise, it is uh, an administrative job which you probably won't enjoy doing. So there's no real benefit of being VAT registered apart from the fact that when you're doing work on the property uh, as the owner, then you can claim back the VAT. But if you've got a long-term lease that you've assigned to somebody and it's a full repairing and insuring lease, most of the time the work's going to be done by uh, the lessee, i.e. the person who, who, who you've assigned or given the lease to, Therefore, they'll do the work, so the VAT kind of becomes their problem. But if there's some major work being carried out which is outside the lease, then obviously you would do that. Or if well, the, the lease expires and then you're looking for a new tenant and you need to do substantial work to the property at that time, that's where you're usually likely to uh, have a big cost and therefore you may want to uh, register for VAT to claim back the VAT Although, depending on the strength of the previous lease, uh, if there are dilapidations, then obviously you'll get the tenant to pay for it because that would be part of the lease. But we don't want to go in, into leases and all that com complication of how leases work. A, it's a legal area, so solicitors are more qualified than I am about that. But I've seen lots of leases. I've entered into lots of leases, so I can generally share some of the things that I see. But that'll be for a different video. So to answer your question, Venu, there's no benefit per se apart from, apart from claiming back the VAT when somebody carries out major refurbishment work. But once you enter into uh, an option to tax, then you're pretty much stuck with it uh, for 20 years. So you charge VAT in the rent and you charge VAT when you sell it and this cycle keeps going on. That's pretty much how it works. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.